Hey guys, it's your girl T with the Queen. Welcome or welcome back to our channel. If you are listening to us for the first time, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. We love to have you here. Today is a special day for us. Why? Because we have reached one year. What, 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 what? Yeah, so we have clocked one year um, podcasting, you know. It's not easy. It is not easy. It's been an up and down journey. 100%. But I thank God. I just want to thank my Lord Jehovah. Yes, he's given us the strength. Yeah. And even times when we felt like giving up. Yeah. Consistency <laughs> it was not in our vocabulary. And yeah. we know we take accountability for that. Season two is bigger. It's better. More guests. There is so much more to look forward to. And yeah, we're expanding our platforms, you know. Yeah, it's been such a lovely journey the past year. We've had so much fun. We've both have gotten to know each other and that's been great. So yeah, I'm really excited for this new chapter. I am, I am. It's so funny, I was talking to someone and they're like, what are you starting season two for? Like, what's gonna be different in season two? I'm like, you just have to listen. Oh, yeah. And I, I think people are like, wow, ready? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. already. We have a year under our belt, you know? So on today's episode, the topic is, here's where we draw the line. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about boundaries. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. Boundaries in friendships, relationships, workplace, church, mm-hmm. any setting really. What is a boundary? So according to Dr. Google's definition of boundaries in psychology, boundaries show where one thing ends and the thing begins. Boundaries in a relationship are kind of like this. They help each person figure out where one person ends and the other begins. In short, boundaries help you define what you're comfortable with and how you would like to be treated by others. I think it's well written, you know, it yeah. makes sense. Kind of like, I would have said something like that as my definition of boundaries. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I do like it a lot. Would you add anything or like subtract anything? No, I just really like how it says what you are comfortable with. Mm. So mm. everyone's boundaries are different. 100%. On what their scope of the whole boundaries thing is. Yeah. So, like where they draw the line. Yeah. Because, like, some things I might be able to take, T like, no. Yeah. First chance, you're out. You're yeah. out of here, kind of thing. And I think, as well, in boundaries, it has a sense of your own values mm-hmm. and what are those strong to you, mm-hmm. I think. Because I think when I think of boundaries, my boundaries and values are like connected. Yeah, 100%. Because obviously your boundaries are a reflection of what you value as a person and how far you are willing to go. Yeah. And another thing about boundaries that I found interesting is kind of like the um, definition was talking about. It's like understanding where one person ends and another person begins. Like it's so easy to kind of be lost in the source, you know, but understanding, no, no, no. Like this is where I draw the line. This is up to the point where it's comfortable for me and beyond this point is like, I don't want to have a bar of it kind of thing. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like we tend to see boundaries as kind of like a negative thing. Yeah. Like, and the funny thing is, it's only negative to the person it's affecting, you know? If, that, yeah. if they can't take advantage of you in that way, it's seen as a negative thing. You're seen as kind of like... You're being, being a bit uptight. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, relax, exactly. take a chill pill. Right? So if it's affecting someone else, then they're going to see it as a negative thing. But boundaries on the whole, I feel like are pretty positive. I think that's my general thoughts about yeah i do agree with that and i think as well we need to like learn how to respect other people's boundaries i feel like sometimes when people tell you their boundaries you're so quick to ask them to justify themselves Mm. i don't think we should be justifying why i have these boundaries these are my boundaries point blank period Mm -hmm. i shouldn't be explaining to you why i think these Mm -hmm. and nothing with boundaries is i feel like boundaries help people grow you know like if i'm setting a boundary it's because i still want you in my life 
but in a different way kind of thing mm. like it's easy for me to just cut you out but because i'm setting this boundary with you i obviously still want you in my life yeah i value what we have yeah yeah so i don't know if we can reach a compromise and that like makes sense not to just like up and leave because either way like if i'm not setting that boundary i'm continuously hurting myself and if i give in too easily like what does that say about our relationship yeah and i think as well with boundaries it kind of comes from certain points of our life some mm. of them could be you've grown up with this boundary all life like growing up with childhood and you've kind of like oh you know what i want to continue these boundaries since i was a child and i want to like bring them with me into like adulthood mm. in my own family and then there's some boundaries that your family might have and you're kind of like i actually don't want that boundaries in my own family mm-hmm. i want to get rid of them and then like there's some boundaries that you create through situations or environment work mm-hmm. church friends yeah yeah so when do you feel like you need boundaries i feel like you should always have boundaries yeah. it's not really when i feel like they should always be there yeah i feel like personally i've always been someone who put boundaries for myself mm-hmm. with friendships already mm-hmm. when i'm meeting people there's a boundary set mm-hmm. if you don't stick to my criteria in person like mm-hmm. what i expect and what i value in my friendship we don't respect the boundaries that i have you're not a right fit for my mm-hmm. friendship goodbye do you think boundaries stop people from kind of getting close to you you know how you're saying you put like yeah, boundaries i think so but i think as well i think it's just protection for myself mm-hmm. do you get know what i mean like mm-hmm. some of the boundaries are kind of like i think justified or boundaries i've been taught from a young girl that I would continue with my friendship that I don't think I would compromise any reason to let them go. I don't think mm-hmm. there's a reason to. I think they're good reasons. And I think at the end of the day, this protect me. Yeah. You know. You don't it, think they're limiting? <laughs> if it does limit, then I guess you're not meant to be. <laughs> 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 okay, sorry, we're not being shady. <laughs> no, but like on a serious note yeah. though, like I yeah. feel like if you appreciate or value our friendship, you will respect my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. we'll come to a point where we can compromise or negotiate a way how these boundaries are going to work mm-hmm. in my friendship, in my relationship, in my family. So that you mentioned, like, everyone has their boundaries. There yeah. are points where you're like, no, 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 I can't go beyond this. Like, value-wise, morally, like, yeah. no. So even, like, going into a friendship, like, you have your set of boundaries, and obviously the other person has their set of boundaries. And, you know, finding that compromise, finding that middle ground. If you're looking to, like, invest in that friendship or invest in that kind of, you know, relationship, you are, you need to talk about the boundaries you from the get-go. And yeah. So it's not like a surprise, like, oh, but you were cool with that, like, when we first started being friends. How is that different now? Yeah. But I think as well, like I, like I said, we do need to discuss more mm-hmm. about boundaries with anyone. Yeah. I feel like sometimes we wait until something happens mm-hmm. and then we're like, you just crossed the boundary. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't know exactly. The, I didn't know there was a boundary. Exactly. Like, what do you mean I crossed the boundary? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's like a hidden speed bound. Yeah, I think it's something <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something that we should discuss mm. from the get go. Mm-hmm. Meeting people, getting mm-hmm. to know it, or like, I don't know, but or like maybe not even discuss, but like the way you carry yourself, people should know. Like, okay, yeah, um, that's clearly their boundary. I'm not going to push it. Yeah, kind of thing. So. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be verbal. It can be non-verbal, but they understand that, like, okay, she's like this. I'm not going to want to push that further. Yeah. And if I say no, there's yeah. a reason why I say no. I, I just hate the whole thing in society of you say no, and then people think they have the right to ask why. Mm. And then, like, if you say, oh, I don't feel comfortable of answering that question, they look at you weird. Mm. Like, they go, but why? And then, like, you know, you feel pressured of answering, like, I don't want to tell you why. Mm-hmm. This is a reason why I can't think. And I just feel like in our society, so many people, 
feel like they have the need to know why mm-hmm. and think it's appropriate. I feel like if I didn't tell you why I said no, mm-hmm. then don't ask again. Yeah. That's obviously a reason. Yeah. That you're crossing a boundary. Like right there, you're crossing a boundary. Yeah. So you've kind of discussed boundaries in a friendship. Are there any other areas in life that you use boundaries for? Because when I think boundaries, like I feel like most people immediately think relationships, uh, friendships. Yeah, those those two are kind of like the main ones for like moving outside of that, like what other kind of boundaries can we place in like day-to-day living in day-to-day life? I think you can have boundaries in different settings, for example, like work and family. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are things that... And that family one is a big one. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Because sometimes it's hard to set boundaries in family. Like, yeah. There's sort of like an entitlement. Yeah. And you almost look as the other, like the outside, like why are you... Why being are you, like that. Exactly. Being difficult. I know. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this for a family kind of thing? And they use that umbrella of like, so you have to do this like even if i'm personally not comfortable doing that even though i feel like i'm bending over backwards but you've got to ride for your family right that's what they say ride or die yeah or it's like because we're family Mm -hmm. i should know everything yeah in your life Mm -hmm. and it's like day-to-day activities which i understand like where they're coming from but sometimes as well i feel like certain things i find that intimate Mm -hmm. or that's like personal yeah personal things Mm -hmm. um workplace i think that's something that I'm discovering more and more you know, mm-hmm. as well. Like being still new to the work environment and like how to do things where that you will have your back covered. Yeah. And just don't be a follower. It's so easy to be a follower at work. 100%. And like be able to stand your ground. And if you're unsure, ask management team. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do things that you are not sure of because exactly. you can put yourself in situations. That's going to fall back on you. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody going to come. And, and no one's going to justify for you, exactly. you know, like in court or anything mm-hmm. like you don't even know who's going to actually be a witness you know so, so a lot of things like that i would say work boundaries are really big one mm-hmm. and how to maintain that yeah and especially yeah. when you've been working with the same people all the time it's so easy to like tell them about your life mm-hmm. put like your personal details but i've kind of always kind of been a person who would work mm-hmm. whenever people ask me what happened the weekend i've always yeah. called it broad literally sure <laughs> I think people know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talkative, not at work. I'm there to do my job. Like, yeah, I can listen. I can be a therapist. Yeah, I can listen to everything <laughs> you have to say and give advice. But like, beyond that, we're not, like, we're not cool like that. No, I'm not. <laughs> and that's a boundary. Like, yeah. I know what I can discuss with you and what I'm not comfortable discussing with you. And that's just the nature of our relationship. Like, it's a work, it's a professional relationship. And I mean, is that fair? I don't know. It's up to you to kind of like, think about that but i mean if you want to share you can share but don't expect that reciprocity yeah that's like my boundary don't expect me to go into detail about certain things yeah like yeah i feel like i'm just gonna laugh it off Mm -hmm. because i'm not gonna go into detail about my personal life Mm -hmm. i don't see you guys as my close circle Mm -hmm. someone who i feel like i could be intimate to tell certain things that happen and some people it's easy for them to like open up to everybody yeah and i guess for me just talking about this whole boundary thing like the kind of way that i am i like to box everything up in my life you know i have uni that's a nice little box i have work that's a nice little box i have church that's a nice little box i have like my community friends that's a nice little box like everything in my mind is like compartmentalized and that for me helps me to maintain my boundaries so i know okay um certain things i can do with this group of people i can't do with this group of people and like identifying those boundaries and thinking okay I need to be conscious of conscious of this. Like, I don't know. I don't like my lines blurring too much. Like, yeah, that's, I like to be- that's so funny that you say that because I feel like as well, 
I'm kind of it's similar in that way. Like I have certain things or certain people mm-hmm. or things I'll go to that I'm kind of like. In this area, we only talk about personal issues. Yeah. These have people enjoying them. Mm. Have fun. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. I wouldn't really go yeah. into detail of my yeah. life. And then I've got people who, if I know I'm struggling in my life, I can go pray to mm-hmm. and be honest and be raw and yeah. say this is what's happening. Like I'm struggling in different areas. Mm-hmm. Pray for me. You yeah. know. I I can't do that with all my friends, which is sometimes mm. sad, but mm. at some time I respect the boundaries yeah. that they have, and I just kind of set them like that. If they end up being going that way mm-hmm. and being intimate and talking about certain things that are close to my heart, that's all right. Mm-hmm. But for now, where it's going, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. We're setting groups. Yeah. And for someone like myself, who is a major people pleaser, oh, you say that again. <laughs> a major people pleaser, oh my goodness, like, I have recently learned to say no. It's so hard, because I'm a people pleaser oh. too. I struggle with it so hard, especially when it comes to church. Like uh-huh. whenever I've been asked to do certain things or help mm-hmm. out, it's so hard because you know I'm doing it for God's glory, mm-hmm. which I understand. But some of the things I'm kind of like I don't really like it, or mm-hmm. where the reason of me doing it is not from your heart. It's like not from my heart. It's just doing it because gotcha. the job needs to be done, mm-hmm. and I don't want it to be like that with any commitments I'm coming through church. I don't want it to start to be a chore mm-hmm. that I'm only here to do what I need to do and then I'm out and it, sometimes it feels like I struggle with it as well because growing up a lot um they would ask my parents oh would tea be able to do the children's story or do a special yeah, items <laughs> or um you know play because I used to play the violin mm-hmm. and the piano um would she be able to do that at church mm-hmm. and my parents like oh yeah 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 sure mm-hmm. just give us the songs and everything mm-hmm. like that and make them practice yeah during the week kind of thing and now i'm kind of like i didn't say yes to that mm-hmm. and then that will be a back and forth argument mm-hmm. mum and dad saying yeah but you're doing it for god like you're so quick to do it at school and stuff but when it comes to church you're a bit hesitant i'm like no it's not like that i would rather do it in my own decision like with mm-hmm. school i've done it because i've wanted to mm-hmm me doing at church is because I want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to become a chore because I'm not going to start liking the instruments exactly. and everything like that. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I don't play in church settings or don't touch those instruments much anymore because mm-hmm. I thought the boundary was crossed yeah. with my family. Like They just kept putting my name down for things mm-hmm. which I never said yes to. Yeah. And then I'm now hearing it from them like a week before and then I'm getting an argument because I'm like, I didn't say yes yeah. back and forth. Mm-hmm. And that's when it started changing because every time when I started, for example, picking up my instruments or start doing it, it wasn't even because I loved to do it, it was because I had to practice for an event. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing just mm-hmm. changed. So like people constantly not caring about your boundaries kind of builds that resentment towards yeah. the person. And you're like, just like why? <laughs> yeah, I think I would rather than say it to me. I just hate how that was always going through my parents and then mm-hmm. my parents if I ever said no, they didn't like me saying no. And it was just a back and forth bit questioning going, but it's for God. But it's for God. It's and it's like, yeah. She would always be like, but it's a privilege. It's an honor that they asked you. Yeah, but I don't want to. And you yeah. should respect my decision not to want, like not wanting to. Yeah, and then having to explain myself. And yeah. I know in myself, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable. I don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable. So that's something that I have struggled with and a lot of times as well because you know how sometimes there's years in church where you've been so proactive mm-hmm. and you've been so like involved and there's some years you're like, oh, that was so exhausting. Like it was fun, 
but I need to maybe slow down. Mm. And then the following year comes and you get asked the same decision to do. And I'm kind of like, how can I decline this offer? <laughs> politely. Politely, yeah. you know? And yeah, that was something that I could say that my parents took a while to adjust because mm -hmm. last year I said, I don't want to get involved in anything. Mm -hmm. And my parents were shocked. Their faces were like, what did you just say? And I said, I have so many commitments. Mm -hmm with the podcasting, uni, and I really want to be able to enjoy my youth mm -hmm. and go to youth events for church mm -hmm. and everything that I don't want that to limit. Because sometimes some youth events would happen or things I would hear like for church stuff and then it's falling on the Saturday that I have to help out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? It just started becoming a chore mm -hmm. of always being so active in the church at a young age. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not starting to like this whole church thing it's becoming a chore every sabbath mm -hmm. it's becoming very exhausting there's no rest mm -hmm. now i've come to the point that if i've been asked to help out with a church program mentally i'm there mm -hmm. like you know and now i can see of which way i can help with my spiritual like gifts or mm -hmm. talents how i can help you know and like i've recently discovered that hospitality is my thing you know mm -hmm. if someone said oh do you need someone to like cook food for a bit i'm more than happy to sacrifice money and cook mm -hmm. because that's my way of giving mm -hmm. then being sometimes with the children's story children's story was never my thing i feel mm -hmm. like i got pushed into it mm -hmm. so i was kind of like yeah so that's one thing i'm learning to say no and what are my things i'm interested in what are things i'm willing to serve for mm -hmm. god and how i can do that because mm -hmm. another thing that's really interesting for me is as we are people pleasers like we i guess we've lived a lot of our lives doing what other people want by going out of our way for other people yeah. always like bending our backs <laughs> and breaking so, our backs <laughs> break, literally breaking our backs when we stand up for ourselves one day and say you know what no I actually don't want to do that no I'm actually not comfortable to do that it's kind of almost seen as like you've changed like, yeah but no it's not that I've changed it's that I'm no longer allowing you to have that access to me anymore kind of thing and I guess it's kind of difficult because on one hand it's not you changing it's you're realizing that wait I do have these boundaries wait I don't want to be treated like this anymore like wait I want to stand up for myself and it's seen as oh you've changed oh this isn't you who's influencing you kind yeah. of thing but it's I, like no like <laughs> I think yeah like that is so true like so many people have said that before mm. like parents and things like that yeah Definitely yeah. That is so different. You would mm -hmm. never say that the old you used to do everything. I'm mm -hmm. kind of like, it was more of I was the scared to say no. Yes. I didn't have the courage to say no. I didn't even feel comfortable to say no because mm -hmm. I knew if I said no, we're now, you're going to turn this into a lecture. You're mm -hmm. going to tell me off and then I'm going to feel guilty and I'm going to end up, yeah. And then I'm going to end up saying, yes, but I'll be in tears. Mm -hmm. I'll cry to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I'll be upset. I'll be, yeah. you know, and I feel like as well because you don't want to disappoint people. Family, it's a fear of disappointing. That yeah, person. that holds you back and holds you into that, like pushing the boundaries. Yeah, that's one thing. And I think as well is sometimes if you've always had like a good name and then mm. like this one thing you said no to, you're like, wow. Yeah. And then you're scared if you say no next time that question is asked, they're not going to think of you again. But you might be ready in that time space. Yeah. Yeah, like I, that's one thing because you just don't want you don't want it to seem like you're trying to brush off the person, mm -hmm. but at the same time, some things I'm like I'm actually not ready mm -hmm. to 
it's like oh I'm not ready to do what you're asking for me sorry yeah I think it's fear of letting people down I think that's one of my biggest things and I, I want to be helpful but at the same time I want to be able to do it because mm-hmm. I want to like you know it's 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 like someone saying to you give money but then I want to be a generous giver exactly. not just doing it for the sake of it yeah because what's the point and I guess like you just mentioned about like having the good name like if you're always known as someone who would say yes to everything like if I call you at 3 a.m in the morning you're gonna pick up if I if I want you to do this like I can I can rely on tea I can rely on Quinnis. like these are people that I can rely on but I guess people never really see the flip side like what it's taking for me to say yes all the time like yeah it's good like I, yes I can say yes all the time but like what is the effects of that what what effects does that have on me as a person I think as well it's just the more you grow older I think you think about things that is this going to be healthy for example mm-hmm. is it going to be healthy for me to always say yes or mm-hmm. like sometimes you've got the gut feeling you know you don't want to do it why are you forcing it yeah. you know so I, I feel like as well like now I've come to this stage it's taken me a while mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like people who are older than you and especially mm-hmm. when they're asking you stuff Girl. that is the most scariest thing because I don't even know how to shut this down <gasps> yes. in the most polite Respect. way because you don't have to be respectful yeah anything that doesn't matter like oh you were disrespecting me this girl with no manners yeah oh, you're growing wings like yeah you know, it's none of those things it's who does she think she is now yeah like, like she's not thinks exactly. an adult I knew when you were like a young they, they threw that at you to kind of take away from the validity of what you're saying or like validity of your answer of no because they're like oh how how is this young person challenging me kind of thing but yeah. it's not a challenge like I feel like if they, older people can see younger people saying no, not as a challenge or a threat, but as, oh, this person has actually kind of come into their own. This person's actually understanding. They're developing as a person. So I think it's kind of unfair when older people kind of like put those things on you and you feel like you're caged or you're in prison to like say yes to those things because of fear of disrespecting, quote unquote, or a fear of like going against them or a fear of kind of like or making it awkward next time you see them exactly. yeah because it's one of those ones of i can say no but then you're gonna ask me why mm-hmm. and some things i don't know why mm-hmm. i can't give you a reason then mm-hmm. i just don't feel comfortable with what you're asking me mm-hmm. i don't really like the idea and i've been someone who i'm very an open person i'm willing to try different things mm-hmm. but if i have this butterflies in my stomach and you've asked me and something yeah and i'm not liking the vibe or yeah. i just don't feel like that's really me and i feel comfortable saying no i've already had the like gotten the courage to mm-hmm. say no and now you're asked now you challenge me but why mm-hmm. i'm kind of like i don't i just don't want to do it like you know and sometimes like you saying you don't want to just not a valid exactly. excuse yeah with a 10 page thesis on why you cannot do the thing for me yeah why you cannot bend backwards for me in this moment kind of thing but i shouldn't be doing that exactly that's my boundary if i said no mm-hmm. it's a no mm. and i feel like it kind of starts when you're young yeah if you have this habit of saying yes 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 the no doesn't even exist to you you're gonna struggle as an adult saying yeah. no to things even and it might it's not so small like like you say yes to everything when you're when you're growing older and you become an adult or you become an older person who is incapable of saying no who's incapable of standing up for themselves who's incapable even like you go into marriage and you can't have boundaries you you don't know what that that is like you've never had boundaries you've never said no to something so i feel like you need to develop that when you're younger so you can grow with that and continue on also another thing is i feel like 
you should set the tone, you know, <laughs> kind of like set the tone of what you're comfortable with from the get-go. Because I think we mentioned this earlier, but if, say for a marriage or whatever, like if you meet someone and you're always doing the most in the kitchen, that's what the, that's what they're gonna expect of you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And one day, if you're not in the kitchen making that five course meal, like, what? This is not the woman I married. Yeah. But so you need to know your own boundaries, and you need to set it from time. Like, and I think as well, beginning. when you're setting your own boundaries, don't make other people's boundaries influence that. Yeah. Like I feel like you should be firm and sit down, take mm -hmm. the time to be like, these are the boundaries that I want in my life, mm -hmm. or some of these are boundaries that I've grown up with and what I want to get rid of and continue adding yeah. I think that's something that even with like talking about in a relationship or friendships or even workplace mm -hmm. and family you should be able to set your own boundaries or starting to set your own boundaries yeah. so that you know because sometimes I feel like as well you meet with some people like I'm just going with the vibe mm -mm -mm. <laughs> vibe no 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 ain't no vibe, vibe here you know? right <laughs> do you get what I mean like I feel like there's yeah. some boundaries are set for your values mm -hmm. I don't know like yeah, yeah. Okay. So we've kind of talked about family and we've kind of talked about church. Yeah. Um, what about relationships? Setting boundaries in relationships. Do you have any boundaries in your relationship? Um, mine are, I feel like some of them right now. So for example, is having guy friends. Mm. My boundaries are with them to kind of being a bit strict mm. with it. Some people might not agree with my boundaries, but I think it's because of the way I've grown up and the way I've seen my dad interact with other like females and everything like that and how I think of it and my own morals growing up. I personally feel like with all my guy friends there's only certain times of the day for example they can contact me mm -hmm. no you know after 8 p.m no calls no mm -hmm. nothing messages but if you are messaging me it must be important yeah I've been kind of always subtle with that yeah or I'll talk to you tomorrow mm -hmm. conversation wise yeah. I won't die down or you know I'll reply tomorrow mm -hmm. that's something that I've always kind of set it with that um i was set with the conversations i've had with them mm -hmm. like now like knowing what is appropriate and yeah what isn't. Yeah, yeah what is appropriate what is it what detail of life i'm going to tell you i'm not going to tell you details about my relationship you know and i think it's interesting because people i feel like people know your boundaries they just want to know how much they can push you yeah and, and i feel like as well sometimes if i'm afraid because they've known you for so long they feel like they have access mm, to those certain parts yeah like they In feel like yeah they feel like we've i've been knowing queen for so long surely she mm. can tell me this part of her life that part mm -hmm. so i'm like no actually yeah that's intimate i want to keep it to myself so that's something that i've always kind of kept firm and i've kind of been mm. strict with that whole friendship there and if we are meeting up i've always made it like a public setting mm. we're hanging out for a short time other for lunch catch up two hours three hours we're done yeah i should not be spending a whole day with you mm. why we've said what we need to say exactly. i've got a phone i'll message you i've got anything else that's kind of thing of what i've kind of and i've made sure personally like any of my guy friends mm -hmm. i would introduce them to like another my guy mm -hmm. you know i've into like made sure that they know mm -hmm. who he is so that he feels comfortable mm -hmm. saying this is this is the person mm -hmm. you know that's something that i've kind of made sure i've made sure i've laid out who my guy friends are mm -hmm. and i expect the same yeah. do you go what i mean like not beat around the bush if it's a friendship why are you beating around the bush you should just say what it is you know yeah. kind of thing like that so that's something that i've been very 
strict about and i'd be as well strict about as well like when having like people over I'm, mm. anyone can come to my house and they're welcome to that that doesn't bother me but i don't mind mixed genders but then if it's a mixed gender my room's off boundaries mm. we're not chilling in my room mm. theater lounge that's it mm. i've always been strict with that mm. and some people kind of thought that's a bit extreme but i just maybe i maybe because i've got brothers and i've kind of always seen it like my brothers have their friends they go Mary kind of thing like we've always kind of I don't know I've kept that a boundary mm-hmm. actually it's interesting that you mentioned something about access and entitlement because now that you mention it it makes me think it makes me think back to this incident scenario that I had situation I had with one of my friends and she you know there was something really big exciting happening in her life and we didn't find out too much later or like we found out through our sister who found out through like somewhere else which was really crazy and because of how close i thought we were like i kind of like assumed um that she would like come to us and like tell us like oh like hey like this is exciting like join in with the excitement like sharing this joy with me but that's something that i've actually struggled with though because sometimes though with some friendships i've been surprised when they haven't told me about certain things mm-hmm. in their life and i'm like whoa yeah. like that's weird like you know that's certain things that we would share but now that i'm like i would actually get mad and be like why did you not tell me but now that i'm older i understand if the person was not comfortable to tell me mm-hmm. there was a reason there was a reason exactly if they wanted to share that joy that my name would have popped out exactly. for them to say so now i've like learned but sometimes it is hard to accept mm-hmm. though because some friendships are like what i've always been open exactly. like that so yeah. i'm kind of like but at the same time like whether i find out later i guess i thank them for opening up later on Mm. but sometimes it's hard because you're like some things you want to share the yeah. joy like you yeah. said like, i want to ride for you like give me yeah. too. but i understand that i want to support sense, you in that sense like, i am a bit entitled and i feel like oh maybe the access has got into my head like yeah that is your boundary and i need to respect that you didn't tell me at that time for whatever reason yeah so, it's hard to actually accept that <laughs> like you said there's like some things to some friendships they told me things about my mom. Like, mm. What? Yeah. No way. They told me this now, <laughs> and this happened six months ago. Like, what do you take me for? Yeah. But then now I'm thinking about. I'm kind of like, well, there's probably a reason why they didn't tell me, or they just didn't even think about it. You know how some things like when something big happens, you're so overwhelmed, you're so mm-hmm. excited that you're like, I don't even know who to tell. And sometimes the first people you tell is your family. You go, that's it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I forgot to say or whatever. So, in that way, I do understand. But like you said, it's. Sometimes we feel like we ha- should have access to certain mm. people's life, but yeah. we shouldn't. And we don't have access. Like, we shouldn't feel entitled to anybody's life. Like, and I feel like a lot of the times, people only show you 1% what they want you to see, kind of thing. And, yeah, I don't know. Clearly, you're not given that access for a reason. Mm. And I guess you just have to <laughs> deal with that. Yeah. But well, what are your boundaries? What are my boundaries? What are you? Like I told you, I'm a people pleaser, so it's very difficult for me to set boundaries. Um, but one that springs to mind is kind of like staying out late. I'm not one to stay out late. Like if I go out, I'm coming back to my home that day. <laughs> I just have to. It's important to me um, for whatever reason. But yeah, one boundary, I, I can't sleep over at your place. <laughs> I just have to go home. And I have to go home at a reasonable time, you know, a respectable time. <laughs> another another boundary is i don't really realize i mean i wasn't really really conscious about this but like sometimes talking to my friends about my family like that's a boundary i don't think i really talk in depth about my family to my friends so i think that's my boundary like because again like i explained to you everything's boxed up you know (laughs) 
<laughs> so sometimes I don't feel so comfortable like sharing details of my family with my friends and vice versa sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my boundary. Another boundary is like another boundary is sometimes talking to people past a certain time. Yeah, you can be my friend. Sometimes I see your message. <laughs> sometimes I see your message come through, but I can't bring myself to respond to that. Because it's like it's it's my bedtime. I, I'm in my bed. Don't yeah. <laughs> kind of like don't message me beyond this point. Obviously, if I see it at a reasonable time, I will respond to it. But don't be messaging me at like eleven, twelve, thinking I'm going to respond. I will not respond to you. I go to bed early, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I think that and also kind of like some jokes that people make that kind of seem trivial or like oh like they wouldn't mind about it. They're like don't talk about. I don't know my weight. Don't joke about my weight or something. Like I understand, like that's a boundary. Don't talk about. It. I feel like just being careful what you say. Mm. I feel like sometimes well, some jokes you just say. I don't like. I don't believe it's a joke. I yeah. feel like something. It's it's deep. You, yeah, you, just, it's deep. you wanted to say that say it to my face for a long time, yeah. but you just disguised it as a joke. Yeah, joke. and it's like that's something that sometimes mm. I feel like certain things like you shouldn't be joking around, like you said. Mm-hmm. I just like any appearance or anything like that. Mm. Like it's just not necessary. Literally. People know what you do, your hobbies, or what yeah. you're interested in, and they're like judging that, mm-hmm. like, oh, like oh, making a joke, like oh, you do that, that's like, that. like that's what they're saying. Like, I don't. I think another boundary for me is with work. Like, I have this thing. Maybe call it a toxic trait. Okay, I accept. But with work, if I am not rostered, like if it's a day that obviously I'm available and I have to find my responsibilities, and you in the past you have rostered me on that day before, and I'm okay with it, like I show up to my shifts. If you do not roster me on, but then call me like an hour, an hour like you've obviously rostered someone else on, and they're not as reliable, and you call me and you say, oh hey, like can you cover this shift? And it's a shift that I worked previously like consistently, and I obviously don't let you down, but you decide to change it for whatever reason, and you're calling me up saying, hey, can you come in? The answer is no. <laughs> no, I do actually. I I can't like. Now nah, that's that's something about me like don't if you rust me I will show up to my shift like I'm reliable in that sense but don't be calling me an hour two don't be calling me two hours two saying can you cover the shift no like if you wanted me you could have rusted me yeah. but now I've gone and made other plans and you're not gonna make me feel bad for making other plans and saying oh but you said you were available yeah yeah I was available at the time yeah I ain't anymore yeah that's the boundary that I've kind of set like maybe maybe I'm just content with the amount of shifts that I mm. have and then. If I need to pick up a shift, I will, but I'll yeah. do something like that, I think. Or something, something that a lot of, like, I have found a bit challenging into the workplace of the boundary of, like, keeping the Sabbath. Mm. Like, that's a very big boundary mm. for me. And um, I said that from the get-go. Like, that's always big. Is not a bad list. Yeah, but, but, even, like, but even, like, when it comes to, like, Friday night stuff as mm. well, I feel like with my friends, everything, that's something that I've always, like, kind of set the line like if you're gonna if we're inviting me somewhere and it's on a friday just know i'm leaving early yeah just know you know what i mean i think that's something that it took a long time to take the courage of that you know mm-hmm. kind of thing like now that like, like driving everything like that but now I, this is not right for me this time i'm going to be home tomorrow's a big day because of like church and like that and even like if work ever calls me a Sabbath, my friend is a do not give day. Exactly. I don't know how many times I've been I looking at that and turn it away. Exactly. No, that's Literally. a boundary I've been so firm about because I don't want yeah. it to become in a habit of people yeah. thinking that if I built one, exactly. It would be oh, but you did it that one time. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. that's mm-hmm. a boundary that I've 
kept. I think as well, like another boundary that I've kept is through like work phones or like interactions, you know, like outside of work settings when I've got invited to like any of the work parties and stuff. That's something that I'm in, I'm out, you know, here for two hours, three hours, gone. After we've eat, eaten food, gone. Like, yeah. And sometimes, because sometimes as well, like those environments, things start professional. Mm-hmm. It starts to go out the door, you can get into comfortable mm-hmm. and saying things that are not meant to be. Yeah. So moving forward, like how do you set healthy boundaries? What are your three fast ways to set healthy boundaries? I just feel like, I don't even know, but I feel like as well, for me personally, sit down, write, mm-hmm. and think of what are values mm-hmm. that are close to your heart, heart and what are things that you're not going to compromise. Mm-hmm. That's a boundary. Exactly. So that's... Those are your non-negotiables. Yeah. And it wouldn't change for anything. Mm. So that's something that I would say. Mm. Um, go with gut feeling. Like, yeah. You know, whenever you feel in a situation that you don't feel comfortable, it's okay to say no. Say no. Say no. Don't do it because of the safety. Yeah. Benefit. Don't be afraid of the work. And it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Oh my goodness, the amount of times I've had to remind myself, I am not a bad person because I'm saying no. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a bad person. I am not a mean person. I'm not someone who doesn't care. Like, yeah. It, yeah. So don't be afraid of saying no. Definitely, like you said, sit down. Acknowledge your boundaries. Acknowledge your limitations. Be okay to enforce your boundaries. You know, yeah. like someone may have crossed it the first time in your life. I but I think let them, let them know, though, mm-hmm. because I feel like sometimes as well, like, if you don't let them know that they've crossed a boundary, next time, the second time it happens, they mm-hmm. can legit it backfire and be like, but I did the first time and you had no exactly. issue. Yeah. I feel like if you ever feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. leave. Exactly. I've always said this to write that in there. Yeah, I've always said to my friends too, because sometimes I'll be talking to them and have conversations go like, I was at a setting that I didn't really like, I was like upset or something because someone made a comment and they continued to stay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but mm-hmm. like we're in like an age bracket where we all can drive. Why? Mm-hmm. Do you go on coming from? Like for me is if I'm in a setting that I don't feel comfortable and I'm just upset, I'm getting in my car and going home. Like I'm not, it's not that twice. Deep. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not staying there. And even yeah. I feel like as well, like normalizing leaving early to certain events, mm. it's okay. Normalizing like, when you're just not feeling bad. Yeah. Like exactly. You know, like sometimes when you go to parties or get together and then no one wants to be the first person to leave. Mm. But like I said to him, like, if you don't want to be there, then leave. It's okay. Because I feel like there's so many times like, you're leaving already? Stay for another hour. I'm like, mm. no. Mm. Lucky that I even turned out. So um, <laughs> she don't be want to attend one of these events. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that. Like it's just like it's okay to say no. Yeah. Go with the gut feeling and, and correct that boundary right yeah. then and there. I think this definitely sets the tone, the pace for the rest of your life. Like if you can master setting boundaries, yeah. you can master everything because it goes into all aspects of life. Like yeah. setting boundaries, you yeah. know, in the small things and the big things like making important decisions you can really apply those boundary making skills into into that area yeah and it's actually okay because boundaries are going to change through your whole life there'll be certain things talk about it because sometimes boundaries might seem like rigid they're never rigid are they no i don't believe that yeah they they change obviously aspects of life are changing Mm -hmm. kind of thing like that so i do agree with that I think example of of certain things that I value with friends mm-hmm. that has changed. Yeah. You know, what's important to me mm-hmm. might not be what's important to me five years ago. Or like boundary is like not talking about other people when I'm with my friends. Like yeah, that's a boundary. That's a boundary. Like, younger, it wouldn't yeah, even matter. Like, exactly. Yeah, talk about certain business. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But now it's like no, I don't actually feel comfortable talking about other people's business. Like keep it whatever's going on with you two. 
keep it to you two. Yeah. I, would, I, would I don't want to hear it. Trying yeah. to stay out, like, no, no, yeah. no, not for yeah. me. So, so that's a boundary. Mm-hmm. That's one thing of upset. I think as well, I protect of myself. Mm-hmm. A boundary is just always kind of like, be careful who I let in, mm-hmm. into my own space, mm-hmm. type things, certain things, or certain areas I don't want to be crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping that very small, yeah. my circle small, mm-hmm. what I want people to know about me, less mm-hmm. information, the better. Mm-hmm. And if I open up, it takes me a lot to open up. I'm not mm-hmm. someone who would be blabbering my mouth everywhere. I really can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe trust issue. I don't know, mate. Maybe, yeah. maybe we need to discover that. Yeah, maybe, you know, you never know. Yeah. But that's something for me that I'm learning discovering that it's okay to have boundaries. There's nothing wrong with you having boundaries. You're not being blunt. You're not being rude. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And it sets a standard for yourself. Yeah. But I guess it's also how you set that boundary. Are you going out being rude about it while cussing everyone, being disrespectful? You can still set your boundaries in a respectful manner. Like, you don't have to go and be the meanest person out in town to have that maturity. And I think as well, learning to respect other people's boundaries mm. and what they value mm. and what is very important to them. Mm. And don't ask why. Because yeah. it's so it. easy to say, oh, these are my boundaries, but are you expecting the next person boundaries? Because sometimes we expect, because these are my boundaries, mm. we expect that's the other person's boundaries. Mm. And I'm actually learning that too because... Mm. It's so funny. I had a conversation with my friend the other day and we were just talking about boundaries and I was kind of like, that's not a boundary to you. What? And then she was like, yeah, I'm not really phased about it. Mm-hmm. And then I was kind of like, wow, because that's such a big boundary for me. Mm-hmm. So like talking about that was very different mm-hmm. because some people might see of how my having guidance for a friend, mm-hmm. how my boundaries are them being very strict and very mellow and make sure, like, we're going to go, like, I will talk to you about my life and stuff, mm-hmm. but there's going to be a line, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And for some people, they're like, but why are you so firm and strict with life? Because at the end of the day, I'm like, I, when it's time for me to meet my significant other, mm-hmm. I shouldn't let you be interacting or you feel like you have access to certain parts of my life because no, mm-hmm. you're not my husband, you're not, you know that? So for me, it's kind of been like, if this is the ground I want throughout my whole friendship with mm-hmm. you, kind of thing like that this is what you can do this is what you can't do that's it so um but yeah i think that's something that has been very interesting because sometimes as well of how social media is social media can't teach you of how to set boundaries or what things that you should be setting boundaries but at the end of the day don't rely on social media Mm -hmm. i think because everyone's boundaries are different really do you think social media shows you how to i think so i feel like sometimes I don't know. Like, I've seen some YouTubers and you feel so entitled to their, like, if they were like a couple's channel before and then they break up, you feel entitled, like, I want to know why. Like, I've been watching you guys together. Yeah, back like as well. Sometimes people they just expect to have the same boundaries. So I feel like social media kind of like influences everyone to have like the same boundaries as the most. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've kind of felt like it in like friendships, kind of like these are the boundaries you should set on me and that's it. I've kind of mm-hmm. felt like it's influenced in that way or like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes as well when we set boundaries, social media makes it seem like it's extreme. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you setting that boundary? It's not that deep. Mm-hmm. You know? So I feel like as well, it's so easy to influence, see other people's boundaries, sorry, and then let that influence us. I feel like, yeah, some boundaries I could see, like, oh, that's a good boundary, I would like to take that. But sometimes mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, is this my boundary? Mm-hmm. Or is this because I've heard what other people, something that you should develop mm-hmm. by yourself? By yourself, for yourself. No one can tell you what your no. boundary should be. But yeah, so this has been our conversation on boundaries. So this is where we draw the line. Where do you? Season two, episode one is out now. Please share. Discuss with us. What are your boundaries? Where do you draw the line? Follow us on our socials. At T with the queen underscore podcast.
Yes, yes. You can find us on Spotify at the moment, but we are looking to branch out so you can find us on other platforms soon. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Bye! Bye.